Haiko, traditional Japanese drumming, from this weekend's Matsumoto Taiko Festival. John Show. This is English Teacher John Show number 45. Yes. Um, uh, my name is John Coons. I am from, where am I from? Uh, Philadelphia. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, USA. And I now live in Kamchatka, Russia. No. No. Oh, I'm sorry. I, where do I live? Matsumoto. I live in Matsumoto, Japan. That's right. So uh, today we have a very special guest. Um, my, my name is my good friend <laughs> yes. and perfect English student, Hiromi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> How are you? Um, fine, thank you. Are you nervous being in front of the camera? Mm, yes, a little bit nervous. Oh no, Hiromi's a little bit nervous. So let's try to calm her down a little bit. Uh, you might remember Hiromi from podcast number, let me check my notes, 33. You and Kaori. Kaori is my good friend and we are learning English both. <laughs> and we interview each other. Very good students. All right. Uh, of course, um, we learned a lot about you in lesson number 33, but right here in front of this professional set of 16 <laughs> surround sound cameras, yeah. I have an IMAX crew here too, so this is going to be put on the big screen. Uh, we are going to learn about you. I'll start. Uh, my name is John Coons. I, live, I come from Philadelphia, like I said, and uh, I am 21 years old. Um, oh, I'm very fit, very handsome, and uh, no, 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 that's not me. That's <laughs> uh, let's see. I have been living in Japan for two and a half years, yes, and I am learning some Japanese. What Japanese is really? Yeah, but... He's Japanese. I think his Japanese is getting better. Maybe getting better. I really need to study. Uh, I live here with my wife. Uh, we lovely don't have wife. lovely really wife. Lovely wife. Thank you. I think about her when I sip this tea. She made a nice tea for us. To mm -hmm. um, Tomoko, my wife. Yeah. Kampai. <laughs> and I'm an English teacher. And I like to do some podcasts and video casts. I hope you enjoy these. Um, and we are at EnglishTeacherJohn.com, as many of you know. I enjoy teaching English and meeting nice people like Hiromi. Uh, I like to ride my bicycle a lot. I'm now a cyclist, I guess, for the last uh, two years. Uh, mostly mountain biking, sometimes on the road. Uh, I do yoga a few times a week. 
Uh, I like scuba diving. I'm a licensed scuba diver. And I also am a licensed glider pilot. Yes. Which I really miss. I have been gliding once in Japan. Not hang gliding. Not paragliding. This is gliding. It's kind of a full, almost the size of an airplane. But, but it's very tapered, very narrow. And there's no engine with very long wings. Yeah, no engine. No engine. No engine. No, just the, the sun and the, the air currents. Uh, I like reading. Uh, I like walking around town with my wife. Mm -hmm. yeah. And all the good food that she cooks. So that is a little bit about me. So let's turn it over to the more important person. Hiromi. Tell us about yourself. Okay. I came here, uh, I mean, to Matsumoto two years ago, so I've uh, lived here for two years. Uh, I'm originally from Hokkaido. Hokkaido is the northern part of Japan. I want to go there. Yes, it's a very nice place to live. Mm. I'm living with my family, my husband and my three kids and one cat. <laughs> Three kids, one cat. <laughs> All right, and what's easier to handle, the kids or the cat? Ah, cat. Cat's yeah. much easier than my kids. Who eats more? Uh, kids. Kids eat more than the cat. <laughs> and how old are your kids? Um, my oldest daughter is 13 years old. She's in junior high school. And my son is eight years old, and he loves playing soccer, uh, playing baseball, and watching uh, soccer games or baseball games on TV. Was, was he happy about the Japanese performance in the recent World Cup, which, oh, which no. finished only a week and a half or one one week ago, two weeks ago, two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. Was he happy with Japan's performance? Mm. No, no. But he watched a lot of the games. Yes. Eight years old. And the games are on at what time? Ah, oh, yes. Midnight, 1 a.m. <laughs> Hiromi's eight-year-old son was watching the games. Mm -hmm. So he He's tough. Uh, took a nap in the afternoon and <laughs> woke him up in the midnight. <laughs> He's dedicated. Mm -hmm. He's dedicated. Yes. And my youngest daughter is now six years old, and uh, she loves uh, small animals hmm. or insects. The real ones or the, 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 the real ones? ones right? The real ones. <laughs> Frogs. I, you know, I have to say, uh, in Japan, I've noticed. Um, Lots of kids collecting bugs and mm -hmm. things, yes. uh, running around and it's going nice. off to the forest and picking yeah, out yeah. lots of bugs and bringing mm -hmm. them home. Mm -hmm. I don't remember that we did so much of that. We used to go watch them, but I don't remember that we used to put them in a jar and bring them home. Oh, really? You didn't collect the guys insects? Hmm. Occasionally. Fireflies. I remember fireflies, lightning bugs. We used to we used to keep a few of those, but. Uh, 
Yeah, kids are really into bugs. <laughs> so are they crawling around the house? No, 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 not inside the house. Just uh, I let them keep out, out. Keep keep everything outside. Mm. <laughs> I I I don't like uh, insects. So are they kept? Are they kept in jars and things? Do, do they live? <laughs> are they all dead? Uh, so. Oh, they release the bugs After they catch the bags, it doesn't live long, so I let them release. Good for you. Mm -hmm. Let them go. Don't keep these creatures boxed up, caged up, jarred up. <laughs> Onigashimasu, please. Uh, what else? Um, you can see us looking down here. We have our notes for today. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, family, uh, husband, three kids. Mm -hmm. uh, what does your husband do? My husband uh, is working for insurance company. Hmm. It's American company. Great. How about yourself? Are you uh, working? Yes, I am. She's <laughs> very busy. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm working for language school in Matsumoto. So sometimes I teach English. And sometimes I... Sometimes? Sometimes means every week! Uh, every week, I mean. You have a few classes every week. Mm -hmm. You were the mm -hmm. former... Three classes a week. Four, uh, no, four classes a week. Four classes a week mm -hmm. and your other duties. And before that you were organizing, you were coordinating international mm -hmm. students. Mm -hmm. um, At a university. Yeah, that was a very interesting job. To meet with, uh, to meet um, foreign students and help them. That was a very interesting job. Good job mm -hmm. for you, I think. Talking with people, using yes. your English. Mm -hmm. Very good. And so, uh, tell us more. You're teaching, uh, you're teaching some classes, and what are, what else are you doing? Uh, I'm doing some administrative job. I mean, to organize the classes or to. Uh, do some sales promotion. So when kids show up and they don't do their homework, are you the one that comes in and throws them out of the class? <laughs> no. Calls their parents? I don't do that. I could use you for some of my classes. Can you come to my class? You don't do your homework, you're out! Out! I won't throw you out, she will. You can do it for yourself. <laughs> Administrative and mm -hmm. teaching classes. Mm -hmm. So uh, tell us, uh, we'll, we'll get more to English later, uh, your uh, English, talking about English language, but um, what, uh, what, what do you teach? Exactly what, what kind of English class do you teach? Uh, reading or writing or uh, other skills? Yes, I do almost everything. I mean, I teach kids um, in elementary school. Uh, I don't teach at elementary school, but the kids at the age of mm. you know, elementary school, school age kids. Yes. You know, junior high school kids. And they need English for their um, for their school test. Right. Mm -hmm. To get into to get into high school, high school. To get into good universities. Yeah. In Japan um, it's different than in the United States and some other countries. Um, I think because uh, the Japanese have a big test 
to get into the high school of their choice. Where I'm from, and most of the U.S., I think, we generally go to the school in our community. Or uh, people, families can pay more and go to one of the private schools in, that might be within 30 minutes or an hour away or closer, something like that. But there's not really a competition to get into a high school. In Japan, it's a bit different. The kids yeah. really work hard. They really want to get into the high school of their choice. Yes. And there's a big test. Mm -hmm. Yes, very big test. If they want to go to um, good school, if they want to go to a good school, they have to get a good score on the test. And the test is only once. So <laughs> mm. it could be um, very competitive test. They should prepare for the test. That's, uh, Sounds like a lot of pressure for young mm, people. Very big pressure for kids and for parents too. Now, I know that uh, often many uh, junior high school age kids that I know, mm. they go to school and then after school they study. Go to school again! <laughs> <laughs> what do we call these special schools, uh, after-school hour schools? Cram school. Cram school in Japanese? Juku. Juku. Jukus. So they go to school, and I guess the teachers are not teaching all the things they should <laughs> because they all have to go to school again. They come home, and they rush off to the juku. What's normal? Uh, how often do kids go to a juku in, in each week? Uh, once a week, usually once a week, but if they really want to go to some prestigious uh, high school, mm. maybe m more than once. Once or twice. Uh, once or twice. During holidays, during vacations. Mm. Wow. And uh, why? No, that's not the question I want to ask. Um, does does it help them? Uh, what topics does the, does the juku teach? Like what what do they need to what do they need to test for to get into the high school? What are they learning in juku schools, cram schools? English subject. Yeah. What subject? What are they learning? Uh, English, mm -hmm. Japanese, mathematics, science, social studies. Those they're tested on those five things. Five. All right. Um, okay, we branched off a little bit there. Um, how about, you didn't tell us about your hobbies. Uh, my hobbies? What do you like to do in your free, <laughs> all that free time, all that leisure time that you have? Um, what do you like to do? Uh, I love reading books. In English? In English, sometimes, sometimes. in English. Not a very difficult one. And <laughs> Japanese. Yeah, nice. Uh, Hiromi Lent loaned me a book uh, a few days ago, mm -hmm. something about a pig. Yeah. <laughs> I only read the first few pages. What's the title of the book? Uh, I have difficulty to remember the title of that book. Shot, it's right no, over there. The Day? Alright, let's see. I'll get it. The Day the Pig Died or something. A, a Day? day? No. <laughs> A day no pigs would die. 
really good book. A day no pigs would die. Uh, Hiromi has a very good record of. Uh, I'm going to sit down from my feet here. Hiromi has a very good record. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Excellent. Hiromi has a very good record of turning me onto books. Um, what was uh, the the what was the one the the kid uh, young boy was mentally challenged. Uh, mentally challenged. Uh, he was uh, what do we call it? Slow learner. I mean, we used to say mentally retarded, but I know we don't say that anymore. Mm. And then, oh, sorry, not the no, kid. No, no, no. <laughs> the, the story about the kid. Yeah. His mother is doing... Uh, no, but you told me at the library one day. What, what was the book? Ah, uh, flowers for fl all German. Fl there we go. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of mixing two books up here. Wow. <laughs> Flowers for Algernon. Algernon. Yeah, you turned me on to that. It's a great book. Uh, highly recommend it. Flowers for Algernon. Algernon. Yeah. And Hiromi also turned me on to a series, which, how many books are in the series? The, the, three or four. Three or four. What was the, the name of the first book? That, uh, a child. the Child Called It. A Child Called It. Yeah. Boy, that is a very hard series. I didn't read all of them, but I read the first one, and I don't remember, but I, I, I read the first book. Um, very, very mm, difficult to read about child abuse. And so these are very popular books. So anyway, Hiromi has a good history of turning me on, recommending books to me. Thank you. Arigato gozaimashita. What do you have for me today? More? Uh, yes, more. Angela's Ashes. All right. It's this really nice story from uh, of the boy in Ireland who was brought in Ireland. Very poor. Uh, he was brought up in very poor family, but mm. the humor of his story is really nice. Okay. Mm -hmm. Angela's Ashes. Angela's Ashes and. And gift from the sea. This uh, book. So if our if our viewers uh, buy these books, do we do we get a little money out of it? We get a little kickback. Oh. <laughs> Hopefully so. Just kidding. Of course <laughs> not. <laughs> well, I like the sea. I like everything from the sea. I went windsurfing a couple days ago, first time. So what what, what do we have from the sea here? Uh, this book was written by Anne. Lindbergh, uh, she is a wife of Lindbergh, who wrote Ah, gift uh, from the sea. Yeah. What was uh, the wife of Charles Lindbergh? Mm -hmm. Really? Yes. So the book. Uh, when was the book written? Hmm? When was it written? What's the date? By Lindbergh's. Hold on, I'm going to take a look here. Mm -hmm. Okay, 55, 1955. Good story? Yes. Uh, this is an um, essay of Mrs. Lindbergh, and she's mm. talking about uh, seashells. And seashells inspire her to uh, inspire her, and she thinks about women's life. Right. Thanks for the recommendations. Great. All right. Um, we've learned a little bit about books. Uh, we're going to move on. 
if I may, if mm -hmm. we may, um, to just look, let's look at some favorites, talking about favorites. For example, what's your favorite uh, band, what's your favorite food, what's your favorite color? We do these things in English all the time. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite uh, subject? Um, so let's, let's find out from Hiromi about her favorites. Uh, Hiromi, how about music? Uh, what's your favorite uh, kind or genre of music? Yes, I love classical music. Classical music? <laughs> I, I play piano myself a little bit. I'm not good. Uh, I wish I had a piano here. You could do um, a little for us. Yeah. Any favorite composers or... Uh, Chopin. Ah. Chopin. Chopin? How do you pronounce it? Chopin. I think it's Chopin. Chopin. Very nice. Uh, how about Japanese love to talk about food? <laughs> What's your favorite food? Food? Rice and miso soup. Rice and miso soup. Very traditional Japanese. Rice and miso soup. Mm -hmm. what, what are some of the other things you like to, uh, to eat? Uh, I love pickles. I really like pickles. Pickles? Pickled vegetables? Pickled vegetables. What's the famous one we have here in the Nagano area? Or is it, is it all Nagano or just Matsumoto? Uh, Nuzawana? Yeah. Well, well, say it slowly. Uh, it's, uh, it's Nagano origin. Nagano yeah. origin. What, can you say it slowly for our listeners? Nozawana. Nozawana. Pickled. Pickled. Uh... Nozawana. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't quite get her on that one. <laughs> Pickled. Pickled nozawana. Pickled uh, local green vegetable. How's that? Leafy. Yes, leafy. Pickled, pickled uh, local green leafy vegetable. Mm -hmm. it's, it's much easier to say nozawana. Mm -hmm. A little uh, bit sour. Mm. Very good. Mm. Mm. I like nozawana. rice. Nozawana and rice. There you go. You guys, you got to come to Japan. You got to try these things out. Uh, how about uh, w when people around the world think about Japanese food, mm -hmm. they always think about... Sushi? Yes. <laughs> what do you think about sushi? Mm, sushi is uh, my favorite food. And I eat sushi once a month. Mm, or twice a month. Once or twice a month? Mm -hmm. I cannot make sushi by myself. I mean, it's it's a little bit hard to <laughs> make sushi. Mm. But uh, there are many sushi shops around here in Matsumoto and it's not so expensive. So we can enjoy sushi. Mm. And sushi, when people think of sushi, sometimes they confuse it a little bit with sashimi, which mm. they are certainly related. Mm -hmm. um, sashimi is? Raw fish. Sashimi is the part that I don't eat. You don't <laughs> eat it? Uh, I am yeah, vegetarian, yeah. so uh, I, I eat vegetarian sushi. It does exist even <laughs> in Japan, it exists. Um, I only go to the cheap sushi places. A hundred yen, yen sushi. It's a, it's a little conveyor called a. What, what's this kind of sushi called? Is a, is a K. What's the the sushi place that has the? What's the name in Japanese? Hyaku, amawaru sushi. 
Chatting with people, mm-hmm. so you mean uh, talking to people who you have not met 
These aren't friends that you met, Hokkaido friends, and when you were living outside Tokyo. Yeah. I have my own web pages, and, and they visit my website, mm -hmm. and they leave the message on my BBS, and we became friends. Yeah, yeah, you told me about that before. No. Oh, interesting. Yeah, good. Uh, favorite day of the week? Day of the week. What's your favorite day of the week? Maybe Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> really? Are you sure? Um, Friday. I like Fridays. We have English lesson at English teacher John, and I'm really, I'm really looking forward having lesson with John. Come on. <laughs> I paid her to say that. Come on. There you go. What did I give you enough? Uh, yes, we have a Friday evening lesson, and it's almost always the last lesson of the week for me, mm. and I always enjoy it. So it's sometimes Hiromi alone, and sometimes Hiromi and our good friend Kaori. Mm. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite time of day? What do you like? Uh, time of day? My most favorite time of the day is when I <laughs> uh, go to the bed and when I sleep. Go to sleep. <laughs> go to sleep. <laughs> what, what time I'm is that really usually? I'm really happy. <laughs> what time is that usually? Usually uh, 11, 12. 11, 12? Mm -hmm. Why are you so happy? when? Uh, because whenever I, before I go into sleep, I always read quick. Mm -hmm read a book and then I go to sleep and whenever I sleep I'm thinking about next morning what uh, am I going to eat next morning <laughs> <laughs> and that makes the Japanese are always happy. talking about food <laughs> thinking about food or dreaming about food <laughs> now we want to know how traditional Japanese are you do you sleep in a standard bed or on a futon both. I mean, both. both. Sometimes I sleep um, in the bed, um, but uh, sometimes I sleep on, in the in futon on futon. Can you? Uh, my wife and I we sleep on futons mm. on the tatami, which is the natural fiber, which is in this room right now. But of course, you can't see it on the camera. Um, I love it. Uh, mm. The natural fiber tatami mats have a great feeling, uh, yeah. summer, winter, all the time for me. And the futon, what is a futon? Futon is um, uh, like sleep uh, mat for sleeping. Mm, a mat a or mat a thin mattress. Mattress and your comforter. We call uh, comforter, futon too. Mm. The both mat and comforter or a blanket. We call it um, futon altogether. Yeah, that confused me. Futon. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Because uh, sometimes uh, Tomoko, my wife, has said something about, oh, get the, get the futon. Mm. And when I think futon, I just think of the bottom mat, mm. the thin mattress that you put on the floor and you sleep on it. But Japanese use futon to mean the uh, floor, the, the mattress, as well as the thicker comforter or comforter, quilt, comforter. 
that you pull over mm -hmm. top of you. That's also a futon. Mm -hmm. Yes. And uh, I, I see this as part of cultural questions about, <laughs> are you still really keeping Japanese tradition by uh, sleeping on a futon? People want to know if you sleep in a bed or mm -hmm. on a futon. I prefer futons. Futon is convenient because you can put put them away mm -hmm. in the daytime. Right, just mm -hmm. fold them up. And uh, for example, uh, this room here is our uh, English teacher John's studio, as well as our classroom. It's our hangout party room, and it is also our classroom. So, uh, yeah, in the evening we put the futons out right in this room. Um, what else? What's your favorite season? Uh, fall. The fall? fall why why do you like the fall? Mm. I really like the fall too. Mm. I love autumn. Yes, since I uh, I was brought up in a very cool place. Uh, Hokkaido is cool place mm -hmm. in Japan. So I don't like hot summer, hot and cool. Cool, like the people summer. are really cool. Mm -hmm. Like Japanese say, kakui or cool. Uh, cool. Cool or temperature cool? Uh, temperature cool. Temperature cool, okay. <laughs> Just testing her. <laughs> so I don't like summer and uh, I don't like cold winter. <laughs> Alright, well, I don't like summer. Like right now, it's. It's a bit warm, but I love winter. Yeah, I know John loves winter. I like the cold. I don't know why. When I, was, I like it. When I was a kid, I loved winter because I could play outside with doing skiing, doing skating. Hmm. Yeah, that was a lot of fun for me. But now, well, I'm sure. you're very young. You're young, you can go out, you can mm. make snowmen, you can <laughs> yeah. go skating. We have a, uh, a, what do you call it, Olympic or international size uh, 400 mm. meter old skating oval just uh, a few kilometers away. Yes. Uh, we have mm -hmm. world class skiing, <laughs> we had the Nagano 1998 Winter Olympics mm. in the area. What's wrong with you? Get out in the winter. I'm too old too. I'm going to take you skiing. <laughs> we're going to go skiing. We're going to go skating. And we're going to make. We're going to have a snowball fight. Mm. How's that sound? Next winter. Uh, next winter. Mm. Me against you and Tomoko. We're going to snowball fight. Mm -hmm. We're going to run out. We're going to roll around in the snow, and we're going to throw snowballs yeah, at each other. Yeah, that sounds fun. All right, let's do it. <laughs> it's a date. It's a deal. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. Uh, uh, books we talked about a little bit. Um, how about movie? Favorite movies or a movie genre? Mm. We use a French word, genre. And Japanese genre. use that also, gen genre. 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 Movie kind of movies or type of movies? What do you like? Mm. I'm not a big fan of some actors, actors. Directors, I, um, I don't have enough time to watch movies, so um, I don't have any specific taste for movies. Do you, can you give us any idea, uh, any recent movies that you've seen? In the last year or two? <laughs> last year or two. <laughs> Anything you've seen that you like? Um, 
Uh, oh, don't uh, let me a video of Super Size Me. Ah, Super Size Me, yes. That was very good movie. Yes. What kind of movie is that? Uh, that was a um, non-fiction movie. Good. <laughs> Documentary. Documentary. That's, that's a really good one. Mm -hmm. Morgan Spurlock, I think his name is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you like that one? Yes. And how about any, any fiction films that you've seen? Mm -hmm. Japanese or Hollywood or other? Uh, Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. Charlie Who is Who's the star actor in that one? Mm, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. <laughs> wow, he is popular in Japan. Yes, very popular. Yeah, I like Johnny Depp. I've seen some of his movies, and uh, well, I know my favorite, my favorite Johnny Depp performance is a very popular movie. And the second one came out in the states and is just coming out in Japan. Do you know that? The Pirates of Caribbean. Yes. Did you see number one? No. <laughs> I just, oh. What is wrong with you? Pirates of the Caribbean or Caribbean? That. I, I thought it was very entertaining. Entertaining. <laughs> very. Uh, Johnny Depp, he just... You have to go see that. Um, yeah, I really liked it. Very entertaining, and Johnny Depp just plays a wonderful, <laughs> funny, and interesting uh, character. Um, uh, I, I saw his movie. Scissorhands. Uh, ah, Edward, uh, Edward, Edward Scissorhands. I've never seen that one. No, because yeah, it's really, really romantic and fantastic and yeah, funny. I, I've had my hand on it once or twice at the video store, and my wife uh, just do it. No, no because uh, yeah, I should, I should. But she says, ah, it's okay. I like Johnny Depp's other movies, so then I just so I haven't seen that one. But Pirates of the Caribbean number two. You should see one. Well, see one, rent number one, and then go see two. Uh, I might take my wife. I rarely, we rarely go to the cinema here because it's about $16 US, something like that, to go to the, the movie theater. So we, we don't go much. I just, I think it's too expensive and there's so many good DVDs and DVD rental shops. But for Pirates of the Caribbean 2, just because it's, I find it amusing, interesting, I may take my wife to see that one soon. When it comes. I think it's out this week. Something like that. Moving on to, um, how about your favorite vacation place? Oh, my favorite place. I like talking vacation. about vacations. Why is that? My vacation place is Okinawa. Okinawa? Where is that? Okinawa is... That's near um, Portugal. Uh, Brazil? No. Where? Near Taiwan. Near Taiwan. <laughs> Okinawa is... Okinawa is uh, uh, the southern, southern, it's difficult to pronounce, southern, southern part of Japan. Mm. The southernmost, southernmost part of Japan. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of beautiful beaches in Okinawa and I really love it. Very beautiful. And in particular places there you can recommend? Mm. Uh, Kerama. 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 
Why is Kerama? And uh, Hiromi has told me about uh, Kerama before. Mm -hmm. Why? Why is it such a good place? Because uh, I don't have a scuba diving license myself, but I'm sure all divers would love the sea of Kerama. It's very beautiful, and there are a lot of fish there. Is the water like really brown and dirty? No, it's <laughs> clear, so clear. Do you snorkel? Do you go snorkeling? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. You can enjoy watching fish just uh, with snorkel, snorkeling. And which family members like to uh, like to snorkel there? Mm, uh, every member of my family. Everybody. Mm -hmm, everybody. All five of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, uh, do they all like it? Do they all like this Kelama yes, Island? Yes, Kelama Island is our favorite island. Nice. And how many times have you been there? Uh, just once. Well, uh, this summer we wanted to go there, but the airplane was all booked. Oh really? Mm. Because all Japanese take the same holiday. That's a problem. Every time. August holiday, the whole country's off, and you can't go anywhere. First, it's all booked. And second, even if there's a free seat, it's double or triple the price. The airplanes, especially, if you want to fly somewhere. Very expensive to travel during Japanese holidays. So. I'm sorry. That's one of my pet peeves, one of my gripes. They just double or triple the airfare um, for this uh, holiday period, which I guess happens in a lot of places, but here it's really expensive. And remember, my fam there are five members in my family, so it's right. like times five. Yeah, that's, that's a big, that's a big bill. Yeah. So August holiday, um, is the family doing anything? Or mm. saving money. Saving money. <laughs> That's a good activity too. Just go uh, go around Matsumoto and we have a lot of hot springs here. So maybe we can enjoy um, taking a nice bath. That sounds mm. good. No, no plans to travel anywhere? Hokkaido? Or, no. Where's your husband from? Okayama. 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 Is near. Is near uh, Osaka. Osaka. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So no plans to go to Okayama mm -hmm. or Hokkaido mm -hmm. for the holiday. Mm -hmm. No. Mm -hmm. um, you know, what I want to do is talk a little more. We mentioned some things about Japanese culture. Mm -hmm. So uh, Hiromi is uh, an expert on Japanese culture. Mm -hmm. Well, she's Japanese yes. at least, yes. right? Yes. <laughs> Japanese. You know a lot more than I do. I know. Yes, you. Um, Japanese culture. So, traditional Japanese culture. Mm. Like, if you were explaining, if you met someone in uh, some foreign land and they said, "What's Japan like? What is Japanese culture?" What would you tell mm. them? Japan, so I take everything for granted. Mm, what is 
What impressed you most? Yeah, see, she's very good. You see, she turns it right around to me. That's the way. That's perfect. How about you? We learn, right? How about you? Uh, Japanese culture. Uh, first, you can't. Uh, you can't take out the food part of it. The Japanese, um, mm. the way, just the way, not, not only the sushi and all the fresh vegetables and different tofu dishes, uh, different mushrooms, mm. and the omochi, the famous sticky rice mm. cakes that they make for holidays, but the way they present it and serve it. It's very interesting the way soba is a buckwheat, ah. buckwheat noodles, noodles served in soup or served cold with a kind of soy sauce, kind of. And it's always served on a special kind of, uh, I don't know what you would call it, <laughs> yeah. round, uh, segmented mm -hmm. dish. Uh, you can find so many nice uh, examples of pottery and just the way the, the tea is presented in the small cups. Yeah. It's, it's never, uh, unfortunately, where I come from in the States, we, we grew up with paper plates and paper cups, mm -hmm. which I'm trying to get away from. I, I just don't agree with uh, using these things and throw them away. Mm -hmm. and so here, they, the, the food is excellent, it's healthy, and it's always presented in a really nice way. Even when my wife makes an aisai bento, <laughs> which is kind of a... How can we translate aisai bento? Aisai bento, lunch, <laughs> but, which your lovely wife makes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'll take that. Um, yeah, I is uh, basically the word for love, and bento is a lunchbox. So it's, yeah, right. It's uh, uh, My wife, she always presents it nice, and it's always wrapped in something nice with a nice it's little nice tie. Yeah. So presenting yeah, food, presenting. I find that the, yeah. the pottery, the dishes, the shape of the dishes, how things are presented is really important in the it's Japanese culture. Important. So even if we just eat, uh, just present a bowl of rice and miso soup, there is an order to to serve them. Uh, bowl, mm. A bowl of rice always come to your left. Mm. And I'm learning. I didn't know this, so I didn't I'm going to learn these things. Rice is on your left side, and miso soup is on your right side. And chopsticks. We use chopsticks when we oh hashi in oh, Japanese hashi. or hashi when we eat. Um, and chopsticks is with laid before uh, in front of the rice and miso soup. Alright. I think I got it so far. And head of chopsticks comes to your right side. Yes. Now you're getting complicated. Alright, chopsticks in front. Mm -hmm. The the head means the point or the where you grab it? Uh, the where you grab. The thick part. Mm -hmm. On the right. Mm -hmm. On the right. So they're they're okay on the right. And the rice bowl on the left, and the miso soup on the right. Mm -hmm. I don't know that. <laughs> Two and a half years, I didn't know that. And how many times uh, <laughs> have I eaten these things? So we usually, mothers in Japan, teach kids to place your bowl of rice and miso soup in chopsticks properly. And if you mm -hmm. do 
the opposite way. That means that it's served to a dead people. Dead. Dead. Dead people. Mm. D E A D. Oh well, that's not good. I'll I'll have to remember that one. <laughs> uh, so uh, traditional food. Um, how about traditional dress? Uh, traditional dress. Uh, I think everybody know knows about kimono. Kimono. Mm. Mm. I actually thought he'd only would wear a kimono. <laughs> Came over to the English teacher John's studio today for our show, but uh, that's that's no problem really, no problem at all. It only takes three four hours to get into a kimono. Yes, and they're very cheap to buy. No, <laughs> I can't put on kimono by myself. It takes yeah, it's very complicated to put on kimono. Why is it complicated? What? How, how many? Pieces How many of material. pieces? Uh, 20, 30. <laughs> <laughs> Is it really? That's true. Yes, I'm not joking. That's true. Is it 20. really? Yes. And what, what do they call the 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 the, the, the big yeah obi. the obi mm. and has something on the on back. The back. Yeah. Uh, so obi is the last part, but under kimono we uh, wear a lot of things. I mean, the underwear for kimono, special underwear for kimono. So everything is... Everything. And sometimes we put uh, towels around my waist because when you wear kimono, the, your body uh, supposed, is supposed to be flat. Mm. Like... Uh, uh, have um, a certain shape. Yeah, yeah. Consistent yeah. shape. Mm -hmm. So, how often do you wear a kimono? <laughs> Once in a lifetime. <laughs> ah! When, when, uh, okay. If you were a traditional Japanese young woman, uh, mm. how often would you wear a kimono if um, you were really traditional? Really traditional? Uh, ten times, maybe? Ten times a year? Mm. No, 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 no. Ten times in a whole life. In a whole life? Because. Most women cannot put on kimono by themselves. So they have to go to their um, beauty shop to get your hair done mm -hmm. on kimono and to do to wear to put on kimono takes a, a takes time and cost. But I see it's. I have to be honest, it's, it's kind of rare to see mm. kimonos um, walking around Japan, maybe in some other areas. Mm. We, uh, Matsumoto is a small city, 200,000 people about. It's, it's really a, a, a great size. But um, we have a, a nice mix of traditional elements and modern elements. Mm. However, um, I see older women usually, mm. or younger women who have just graduated from university, something like that, they put on ceremonial kimono. Yeah. But you see it uh, every month, maybe a few times you mm, see a kimono. Mm. So, so kimono is... Uh, do you own a kimono? Yes, I do. You, you yes, do I have do. One. A few kimonos. What's the most important day that you wear a kimono? Wedding day. Your wedding day. Wedding day. Did you wear a nice kimono? No, no. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, now I regret 
uh, that I didn't wear kimono for my wedding. You have to, and, and what color do they make the dress? Uh, white and red lips. I think that's beautiful. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I've seen it a couple of times mm. at Japanese weddings. My good friend, uh, my good friends, Mike and Miyuki, that was the first mm -hmm. Japanese wedding I ever saw, or really, I, I didn't know anything about it, and it was, mm -hmm. it was wonderful. The kimono, the chariot ride, the, um, they ride in a carriage, a hand, a, um, a foot, what do we call it? <laughs> a man-drawn carriage. Like they rode in the back, and the, yeah, yeah. right, and she had a kimono and the white, the, the hair. I didn't recognize my friend Miyuki. She had the mm, white, mm. the white makeup, the hair, the kimono. It's it's something. It's really something mm. to see. Yes. How is the kimono tradition in Japan? Is it alive and well, or is it fading? Are young people putting on kimonos? No, not really, but. Japanese people likes, like kimono, so they, some of young people uh, try to learn how to put on kimono, or um, there is a very easy one, easy kimono, uh, yeah. we call it yukata. We wear yukata in summer, in summertime. Mm. I have one of those. Oh, uh, really? I was a gift from Tomoko's family. Mm -hmm. You, you cut that. You cut that. You cut that. Summer kimono. Summer it's kimono. much easier. Much easier. Kind of like a robe. Yeah. Kind of Japanese traditional robe, but it is a, a kind of kimono. It's made. Of Should I put mine on? Cotton. Should I put oh, mine on? Sure. No, next for the next show. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to say that because I can't promise that. I don't. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, so kimonos and uh, how about? Festivals. What's your, oh, you know what I wanted to ask you about? Uh, we, when we were talking about uh, activities and hobbies and things, I just wanted to mention, what's your feeling about the Japanese... What's, what's the popular Japanese, only Japanese sport? Only Japanese sport? Only Japanese do it. <laughs> sumo? Yeah, that's it. There you go. What do you think about, in English we say sumo, we kind of say it sumo. In Japanese it's said more quickly small, small wrestling, um, or sumo wrestling in English. What, what do you think? Do you, uh, I think it's crazy, these big fat guys just pushing each other in a ring and last about 20 seconds. For me it's not interesting. Oh, if any of my Japanese friends are watching, uh, I, sumo, sumo wrestling is very interesting, exciting. Gripping. I love it. <laughs> what do you think about sumo? sumo? <clears throat> I like sumo. It's a traditional Japanese sport. Mm. And it's, it's very simple and easy. But it's I heard there's a Mongolian champion now. Uh, <laughs> don't mention it. <laughs> no. It's not even the Japanese that are winning it anymore. I don't mind having foreign champions on sumo. Mm. It's very simple and um, everybody can understand the rules. Mm. So yes. <laughs> I like it. When, whenever I see American football, <laughs> yeah, rugby, it's um, a little bit difficult to understand the rules. Mm. But Samoa is a very simple sport. Yeah. And, uh, like, I like it. Eat a lot, get fat, mm. and then just get up and... Uh, you know, they have their stance and just push a guy out in a little circle. And know. sometimes 
bit very fat guy, big guy. So that, that is interesting. Japanese people like that style, um, smaller guy, bit bigger one. Really? Uh, They're all they all look big and pretty mm, big and mm, fat. Yeah. Well, much bigger than <coughs> I'm sure. This <coughs> the thing I don't know. They they don't look like they're fit. I mean, I know we have a lot of American football players who are big and strong, but they're a bit fat. But you see a lot that are really powerful, strong. You, you can at least say, yeah, it looks like an athlete. Sumo wrestler, I, I just look at them like, that's not an athlete. That's just a big, fat <laughs> Japanese guy who eats a lot of soba. Oh, and, soba. Uh, <laughs> who to eat? You can get fat. Curry rice, maybe. Soba. <laughs> There is a special food for small restaurant, and we say we call it chanko. Mm. Mm -hmm. All right, and do all the family members, all your family members, uh, your kids, uh, your husband, everybody likes sumo? Uh, no. No. <laughs> Only you. <laughs> no. <laughs> when I was a kid, I often watched sumo on TV, and I'm uh, always a big fan of sumo res wrestling. But this <laughs> is no. That's great. Uh, festivals. We are, um, oh, we have about five minutes left, uh, I think. How about festivals? What, uh, what's your favorite? What are some of the popular festivals? Now is uh, we're in summertime. What, uh, what's a popular summer festival? There are a lot of famous festivals all over Japan. One of the most famous festivals of all time is Tanabata. Mm. The 7th July is uh, the day for <laughs> Tanabata. <laughs> Alright, so you, come on, you're going to have to give us a translation. <laughs> Tanabata is uh, July 7th every year. And what's Here this? Is, uh, what's the translation? What's the significance of seven seven? Seven is the day. Well, there is a legend that uh, the prince, princess of some country. I don't know exactly. It's it's coming from a Chinese story, but uh, some princess fall in love with some prince, uh, a prince, and mm -hmm. they their Sounds parents. Familiar. Uh, uh, didn't allow them to love each other, and mm. but they still love each other. So Ooh, secret romance, <laughs> <laughs> subject of many books and uh, traditions. Mm -hmm. And uh, the God in heaven allowed them to see each other only once a year, and. The seventh of July is the day that they are allowed to meet each other. Ah, mm. so that's, that's nice. I, I didn't have someone explain it quite like that before. So very nice. Mm. Right. That is a romantic day. Sounds like romantic mm. day, but mm. in uh, my country, all kids go around uh, in Hokkaido. In Hokkaido, go around neighbors and get some. Candies or some sweets from neighbor. So that's uh, wow, nice. uh, Japanese Halloween. Yeah, Japanese Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and if you are born, if you were born on 
Seven seven nineteen seventy seven. Seven seven seventy seven. Is that extra lucky? <laughs> um, yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe <laughs> I don't know. remember your birthday every year. But uh, Japanese. Uh, ah, seven is a lucky number in Western. Yeah, seven is also lucky. But the Japanese have their own years on the calendar. They have their traditional. Mm -hmm. They go by the era mm -hmm. of their emperor's year. Like right now, we are in year. Two, uh, 18, 17? Mm, around there. So they have an era and then a number. For example, what's the, what is it now? <laughs> Showa. No, what is uh, it? It's, have... it's uh, Heisei. <laughs> Heisei. Heisei Juhachi, right? Heisei Juhachi. So it's uh, the Heisei mm -hmm. era and the 18th year of that era. I find that kind of interesting. Oh, really? Yeah, mm. like each uh, the year is the era and the a number. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's kind of, that's that's something different about Japan. Mm -hmm. I thought you were talking about the lunar calendar. Uh, we no. Sometimes yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes mm -hmm. the lunar calendar. Ah, okay. Um, how? Uh, uh, festivals. Festivals. Summer festival, Tanabata. Uh, and you, I think it, he knows about a festival in Matsumoto because you joined. Why not? What's the name? I don't know. Oh, Matsumoto Festival. Uh, bon Bon. Bon Bon. We have a summer festival called Bon Bon. We all dance in the streets yes. with, uh, what's it called? Tabi, a kind of traditional ha vest. Happy. Happy is the, the footwear, yeah, maybe. Sucks. <laughs> happy, and uh, it's a special kind of uniform you can wear, and you have a group, and all these groups march in the street. They close all of the streets down to cars. Okay, well, we talked about Matsumoto Bonbon. Uh, have you taken part in Bonbon? No, not yet. No? <laughs> no. You've been, this will be your second or third Bonbon? Uh, third. Third one, maybe the same for me. I may, I may do the bonbon dance. There's a, there's a clap, clap, kick, something. I don't know. It's very easy. It's the same beat, the same song, playing for hours and hours. Just repeat the same dance. So I may do that, or I may. In previous years, I just uh, my friends were dancing in it, in the kind of parade, and uh, I just went down there. Uh, just walked around in the streets, and it's kind of nice. People are eating and drinking, and um, it's pretty much anything goes in the streets. Uh, they're all closed to the cars, and it's just it's people walking. I sometimes see yukatas and kimonos, more traditional clothes. Some some kids wearing kimonos, and it uh, looks like to me little samurai suits. <laughs> but you see some traditional clothes there. So that is coming up. Yes. Maybe I will see you at the bonbon. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> if it if doesn't rain last year, it rains. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that's right. It rained. Yeah, it were, rained. were you there when it rained? Started to rain? Uh, I was on my way back from Okinawa vacation. <laughs> I found out it was raining in Matsumoto, and yeah, that was a shame. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I have a kind of a funny story. I, I really wanted to wear this traditional hapi. It's a vast, it's really traditional Japanese festival mm -hmm. costume. costume. And I really wanted to wear one. 
So uh, I, I was invited to, to dance with a group last year. Uh, that's right. I did actually go last year. I just forgot because of the rain. And finally, I got a hot beat. It was like hot pink. It's really, oh, really? Yeah. Hot pink. I, I think there is a photo on my website of this. And I finally got it. I wasn't sure. I, I, I arrived late. And I finally got the hot beat. They said, oh, we have an extra one for you. And I put it on, and the rain started in about three minutes, right? And then we all, yeah, we all, were ready to. We all ran to the, under the uh, overhang of the shops. We were in the street, and the rain started. And it was uh, first light rain, and then it became very heavy rain. Yeah, heavy rain with a lot of lightning, thunderstorm. Lightning, thunderstorms, and we waited, and it was... A little bit cold, and finally they canceled the rest of Bon Bon. I had my happy. I was ready to go, feeling good, and it was canceled after I don't know, twenty minutes, thirty minutes. Mm -hmm. So let's hope for a good Bon Bon this year. You'll be there. I'll go down there, and we'll have a good one. Uh, other festivals. What's um? What's another important uh, holiday? Holiday. Uh, the most important holiday in Japan is New Year's Day. What happens on New Year's Day? On uh, New Year's Day, uh, we go to a shrine and we pray for the God, for our God, to and wish something good. Hmm. Is it a Buddhist shrine? Uh, Japanese have a, a kind of a mix, mix a mixture religion. religion. Mm -hmm. Buddhism, Buddhism and. and our native uh, religion, we call it Shinto, 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 Shinto and Buddhism. Is Buddhism and, and Shintoism. Mm -hmm. So, uh, New Year's, are you going to the to Shinto? Shinto shrine. Shinto shrine. Mm -hmm. And what? Uh, what's traditional? What happens around the New Year's festival? Uh, we eat some special food for New Year's Day. Um, it's uh, a very special food. We only eat that kind of food once a year, <laughs> only mm. on New Year's Day, and it is served in a, a kind of box. Mm. <laughs> Have you ever seen that? Is it? Uh, you mean like traditional wooden? Wooden box. Wooden box. And mm. it, it's uh, how it is layered. layered how, how mm. Yeah, it's a yeah, layered box. Layered box. Um, what's the name of the traditional food? Osechi. Osechi. Mm -hmm. And what's it, what's it made of? What is it? Uh, vegetables and shrimp. Shrimp, uh, we imagine as all people. That is a, a symbol of prosperity. I mean, shrimp is a shrimp. symbol of yeah. prosperity in all uh, long age. Because it, it its back is a card, like. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> so we're talking about shrimp or prawns. I, I guess they're very similar. I'm not mm. exactly sure prawns and shrimp. Where I come from, we call them shrimp. Uh, they are back, curved, curved and this is a symbol, symbol of all the people, old age or long life. Long life. Really interesting. Mm. I didn't know that part. Shrimp, or 
some egg or fish. Uh, you know, eggs or fish is uh, is very tiny and mm -hmm. very. That that means uh, prosperity. Many children and grandchildren. So we eat mm. fish egg too. Do, do you meet with friends or just family? What what is uh usually just um, family, just with family and maybe with parents, with grand grandchildren. You don't have any of those yet. <laughs> no, <laughs> maybe in a in ten year, twenty year. <laughs> ten ten, ten years, years is possible. Ten years. Ten years is, is, is possible. possible. Your daughter is third. 14, uh, 23ぐらいですね。しょびっと。しょびっと。23、24。23、24。23、24。23、24。23、24。23、24。23、24。23、24。23、24。23、24。23、24。23、24。23、24。23、24。23、24。23、24。23、24。23、24。23、24。23、24
uh, the conversation, daily conversation is the most uh, most difficult part in mm. English. So, Watching movies with English subtitles, is it helpful, do you think? Yes, I think is so. It? When I was young, there's no DVD, <laughs> so yeah, right. uh, we couldn't see the subtitles in English. But now you can see subtitles on the screen, and it would be very useful to improve your English. How about the, the very simple, we call them English readers. Mm -hmm. Level one, I know mm -hmm. uh, at the university we use uh, Penguin, Oxford, mm -hmm. Macmillan readers. Yeah, that kind of what do you think about the, the graded readers, level one, level two? Well, that's good. Helpful? Helpful. Have you read mm -hmm. some of those? Uh, not really. Did, did your schools, junior high school, high school, college, did they have these readers available? Do you remember? Mm, no. It was a long time ago, I know. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I graduated college 22 years ago. Oh. <laughs> I'm a little older. So, we didn't have that kind of reader at schools. Sometimes I at paperbacks. Hmm. Mm. Uh, my recommendation is first you read uh, some whatever, some novels or watch movies in your mother language mm. and after that after i mean after you understand the whole storyline uh, you can read that the same one in english ah. so that's much easier so, so read the book or see the movie in uh, your native, in language, native language and then, then try to try watch it or yeah. or read it in english it's a good recommendation mm. and then you know you know the story and you have yeah, some framework yes. Whenever I read stories in English, there are many words I don't know, and it's kind of hassle to look at dictionaries whenever you meet, you read unknown right. words. So if you knew the storyline, it's much easier to skip your unknown word and keep reading. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Right. I think that's the important thing with reading. Don't stick there. Uh, here in Japan, they have electronic dictionaries or this. Find books that only have a few words that you don't know on each page, and then you're able to try to read more fluently to follow the story, not to understand every word. Uh, at at high, junior high school, high school, did you have were the English teachers Japanese or were they foreign uh, native speakers? No, no native speakers. Only Japanese teachers. Well, and, uh, in at in college? college, college half of my teachers were native English speakers. From which countries? Uh, America, Britain. Well, some mm. teachers are from Spain. Oh, good. Very good. Okay. Um, you told me before that you thought drills, ah, repetitive yeah. drills. <laughs> Right? Yeah, that's right? I'm going to the market, right? Or I'm going to the market. He, he's going to the market. Yes. School, he's going to school, right? We continue repeating yeah. drills with substitution or some other style. And you found that very helpful. Very helpful. Uh, whenever we uh, speak foreign language, it, we have to think about the grammar. Mm -hmm. And that 
might prevent you speak fluently. Whenever, uh, for example, whenever I speak uh, English, I have to think about the. Uh, for example, when I speak in present tense, you should add s to the verb when you speak. He speaks or yeah. she speaks. Right. In <laughs> that is. Good advice. So these drills help you to kind of get your mind in that framework of he's I speak, he speaks. This is a very difficult and relatively unique part of English. And if you do many drills, you don't have to think about s whenever you speak. He, you use the subject. He or she or it. Mm. That will help. So it, it kind of implants it in the mm -hmm. brain. So maybe I need some drills. Can you make some drills for me for Japanese? <laughs> that would be great. Mm. All right. So uh, drills. There are many drills available in books on the internet. Um, have you found any good places on the internet uh, besides the English Teacher John Show? Um, <laughs> Have you found any other websites or podcasts, uh, English learning things that uh, are helpful? Or should we should we wait till next show? You can tell us yeah. your list. Voice of America has mm. a very good part for English learners. Mm. In uh, yeah, maybe I can't remember the name of it. But if you go to the Voice of America website, you can mm. find the English learner corner or something like that, and they mm -hmm. speak a little bit slowly than natural. Uh, they speak nat with natural speech, so it's easier to listen what they're speaking, and at the same time, you can find script on the internet, so it would be very mm -hmm. helpful. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll put the, the URL up on the screen there. I think it's a voa.org or VOA News. Anyway, we'll, we'll put it on the screen. Good suggestion. Um, we are, you know, come on, you guys. Send in some, put some messages on the My English blog at EnglishTeacherJohn.com or send us your email. Tell us you want to have Hiromi on the show again so that then I can take all of these emails and blog messages and sh she'll be able to see it if you put it on the blog. And we can invite her back because I have had a nice time speaking with uh, Hiromi as our guest. And I just want to thank you. Thanks for opening up. And remember, she is speaking in a second language, not her native language, although she's very comfortable. I respect that it's not so easy to be on the camera and to speak in another language that, that sometimes probably feels a little funny or you're a little uh, um, shy about. So... Thank you very much for joining us. Oh, you're welcome. The pleasure was all mine. <laughs> <laughs> really? And let's, should we give a Japanese bow at the end? We were talking about Japanese yeah. culture. <laughs> Arigato gozaimasu. Okay, everyone. Thanks for listening to this uh, English Teacher John number 45 video podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. 
Don't forget, all of our video and audio podcasts, some transcripts, uh, other activities, our blog, and a lot more things for you are available at our website, which is EnglishTeacherJohn.com. Please, uh, you can send us email. Our email is podcast at EnglishTeacherJohn.com. Or better, put a message on the blog and everyone can see it. So please, uh, you can register to, become, uh, to join our blog and then you can write a post or a comment. We are always happy to hear your comments. Thank you very much for listening and watching. Have a good day. Bye-bye. <laughs> the sound of taiko, Japanese traditional drums, one of my favorite parts of Japanese culture. ありがとうございました。ギャラの皆さんと地元の太鼓チーム、本郷地区子供会の梶市太鼓、そして浅間温泉会園太鼓保存会、中山太鼓連による合同演奏を聴きいただきました。<笑>